Well, Kyle, yes. I loved that. That was that awesome. That was so much fun, and it's hard to believe that we are now wrapping up our day. Are we really? We're almost there. I'm We're sad. Close. I'm sad, too. Oh, man. It's already <laughs> over? That was so fast. Not, not quite. Not oh. quite. Okay. All right. Good. We have one uh, speaker left before we do our closing remarks and whatnot. And this last speaker is actually a very special speaker to us here at ASIYP. And this is Renella Kalagithi. And Renella has been our coordinator of ASI Young Professionals since its beginning, back in 2018. And Renella was born into a pastor's family. But she had her own experience with God in her teens, which flourished into a beautiful friendship with God. She spent the next 15 years involved in literature ministries and Bible work, preaching several evangelistic series and completing her bachelor's degree in business. Renella currently lives in Southern California and is the executive director of a humanitarian nonprofit organization called the Five Loaves Foundation. Her goals in life are to love humanity as much as Christ loved them and to be the best possible steward of her skills and passions. And I know Renella has been a blessing to me over the number of years that I've known her. She's definitely been a blessing to our team and we could think of no one better to, to give the final charge for this program. So Renella, we throw it over to you. Hi everyone, my name is Renella Kaligithi and I am the ASI Young Professionals Coordinator. And I'm just so excited that I get a chance to share with you some things that I've learned in the past several years about discovering your identity, your value, and really your purpose as someone who believes in God and living in this point of history. As it was said, I grew up in the church and I was very involved in the church since childhood and became even more heavily involved um, when I, in evangelism and ministry when I was a teenager. And my life was really wrapped up in the world of evangelism for many, many years. And after some time, I started realizing that the biggest detriment to the church is not actually when uh, there are not more church members involved and engaged in ministry. The biggest detriment to the church is when followers of God believe that they are only doing ministry when they're giving a Bible study, when they're preaching, praying with someone, passing out a piece of literature. Somehow this idea that ministry is limited to a handful of methods has kind of crept into the culture of our church and has almost become a creed. Um, but this is not only unbiblical, but by nature it paints a false picture of who God is. And I want to explain more of that over the course of our time. And I started to realize that many in the church felt that uh, they weren't as important as pastors, Bible teachers, evangelists, or Bible workers. And I'd like to challenge this traditional view that inadvertently shuts out and immobilizes the body of Christ. Um, number one, we know that Jesus spent a smaller amount of time preaching than he did doing things like healing people, being there for others in their time of need, socializing as a friend. Jesus celebrated at weddings. He ate with tax collectors and sinners. He spoke to the deepest needs of people at the most random times, and it was natural and it flowed out of him when the opportunity presented itself. In other words, Jesus knew the balance of living 
in the world to come and living right here in the here and now. And he was always aware when it was the right time to pull out scriptures and speak in spiritual terms, but he also knew the value of being a relatable human being who labored as a carpenter, who would heal people and even raise a man to life who would probably die in a few decades later, but he was able to address the needs of people in the here and now. He used all that he was given to make this world in the moments that he was here a brighter place for everyone. And this is something that's just been on my heart for a long time is just recognizing that we are all the priesthood. Um, We're the priesthood of all believers. Jesus was a carpenter, right? He wasn't a rabbi. He wasn't a priest, according to the people. He was just a carpenter. And yet he wasn't. What I'm trying to get at is that I believe that God has extraordinary plans for every single human being that wants their life to be directed by God. And it won't look the same at all like anyone else's. God has made you unique and he has given you you specifically your personality and your interests and your passions for a reason. And no matter what you do in life, If you have the desire to show people a correct view of God, your life can and will be so powerful. I really believe that God desires to use each and every one of us, and it's not dependent on our position in the church or our career. Um, It's not dependent if our interests and education and skills line up with the traditional view of ministry according to the church. No matter what field of work you're in, God wants to and can and will use you. I kind of felt that for many years I was in ministry because I worked for the church or I was in ministry because I was giving Bible studies or I was knocking on doors or whatever it might be. And there's that tendency to feel like you're in ministry or not in ministry based on a position. But whether you're a barber or a scientist, a musician, a doctor, a teacher, a pastor, an entrepreneur, maybe even you're unemployed, Um, No matter what, God can still use you because our lives are so much more than our jobs, aren't they? Our existence here on earth is so much more than the titles we hold and the impact God wants us to have in the world is, is so much broader than the limitations of a career or what we do for our job. Ministry, I have come to realize, is about positively impacting another human being's perspective of God. And I'll just repeat that again because that's something that I have tried to live by. Ministry is about positively impacting another human being's perspective of God. That's what ministry is. If you haven't already figured it out, um, most people don't want a relationship with God because they don't really like the picture of, that they get of God. They think, uh, you know, think of the Jews at the time of Jesus. They were supposed to be the ones proclaiming and showing through their lives who Jesus was or who, who God was. They were supposed to be drawing people to God, but because of their own misinterpretation of the scriptures, they weren't really winning to people, winning people to God through their mindless recitations of scripture or their law keeping, were they? They, you know, were basically following a list of rules and creeds and hoping that people would come to believe the same way as they did. But Jesus came, 
just as a carpenter. And, but he was someone who was so connected to God. He was, you know, kind of a nobody, but he was connected and that's what mattered the most. He was so connected to who he was as the son of God. He knew where he came from. He knew where he was going. He was so connected to his value in God and the value that other people had, that humans had around him. So connected to his purpose. And did you know that his purpose only entailed three and a half years of doing public ministry? That's a lot different than many of the teachers and rabbis around him, much different than the calling of John the Baptist, right? Jesus's calling looked so much different from those around him, but he was so clear on what he was called to do. God had called him as just a carpenter for 30 years of his life, knowing that he would only live to 33 and a half. Now that should just kind of blow your mind because sometimes I think we have this idea that we have to, especially those of us who really feel passionately about God and and winning people to God, we feel like, wow, you know, I need to accomplish this by this point and I need to get this done and I need to reach this many people and preach to all these places and all of those things are wonderful. But the fact is, is that the only thing that matters is if we're living the life that God has called us to live specifically. And this is what I'm trying to get at. When I look at Jesus's life, the lesson that kind of yells at me and that just stands out in bright colors and that's so clearly evident is this. God has a unique calling on your life and it's not dependent on anything external. It's not dependent on your career, your advantages or disadvantages, your IQ, your education, your age, how many years you have left to live. Look at Jesus. He only had three and a half years, but he fulfilled a specific purpose that God had for him. It's actually all dependent on how well we personally know God how well we know ourselves and how fearless we are in following God's direction for our lives. When you choose to go on the adventure that of following God's plan for you, it might not look like everyone else around you. And, and sometimes that can be hard for us because we've been conditioned to a society where you have to fit inside of a box or go the traditional route. Um, or whatever you do has to make sense to people, right? But when you choose a life with God, your life won't look like everyone else's. And you need to start embracing that and sinking into that. Actually, as Christians, I believe our greatest contribution to the world that we can make is not in the hours necessarily of preaching, the doors we've knocked on, as I said, the literature we've passed out, the Bible studies we've given, even the years of seminary or the studying of the Bible or whatever it might be. But our greatest contribution to the furtherance of the gospel is knowing God well, knowing ourselves well, and having no fear of what God has called us to do. All those other things can be included, but they are not more important than this. Nothing more and nothing less. You know, Jesus was not bound by any of the useless ideas and traditions of the religious culture of his day. He didn't have to do ministry in a certain way. He didn't have to start or accomplish anything by the age of whatever. He didn't have to, uh, he didn't make excuses based on the disadvantage of not going to the religious schools. 
The fact that he only had a few years to live once his formal ministry started didn't change much about how he lived his life. He still went to weddings to celebrate. He still sat by the well at noon to take one-on-one time with that Samaritan woman. And he still taught little children on his knee. You see, Jesus's greatest contribution was being who God called him to be unapologetically. So my question is, who has God called you to be? I want to tell you that as far as determining God's purpose in your own life, it's actually a lot less magic and a lot more logic. And what I mean by that is that sometimes we pray and pray and pray, and we hope that God will write the answer in the sky, assuming that our own plans and desires and hopes and dreams that are literally implanted in us can't be trusted. You know, like we have these, all these thoughts, but we have to see it written in the sky. We have to hear someone say it to us. We have to hear, you know, we have to have signs and miracles and all of these things. You know, there was a point in my life that I was confused as to what I needed to do. And I felt like I couldn't trust myself, you know, especially if you're someone who has a desire to follow God and you're really conscientious. Sometimes you feel like you have to hear it from other people. Sometimes, um, We forget that our gut already actually knows. Your brain already knows. God has already put inside of you everything you need to discover what he's called you to be and to do in this world. And so the process of knowing yourself and embracing what you find is one of the biggest contributions that we can make to the world. Knowing yourself. So do me a favor and go through this exercise for me when when you leave or maybe even right now really quickly um, and especially take some time with this later on but i want you to write down three different columns in three columns the first column i want you to write down all your gifts and your skills so what are the things that you can look me in the eye and say ranella i'm good at these things these are the things that i'm just naturally gifted in or i've honed this skill whatever it might be Maybe you're not passionate about it, but you're good at it. So these are things that you're good at. And then in the next column, I want you to write out your passions and your dreams. Things that you're like, ah, I lay awake at night thinking about how this could be accomplished, or I have a huge passion for this, or these are the things that kind of evoke emotion in me. Things that I feel passionate about, big dreams that I have, um, ideas that have stuck with you over many years and over time. Um, These are your passions. Maybe they're not practical. Maybe you're not great at them, but it's your passion. In the third column, I want you to write out what your values are when it comes especially to your profession or your career, how you want to live your life, what you're willing to do and not do, the type of job you want to have, whether you're working towards um, working for yourself or someone else, just your values about how you want to conduct your everyday life. These are things that I can handle. These are things that aren't, I don't want my life to look like this. I want my life to look like this, those types of things. And then I want you to take a moment to ask your close friends, hey, what do you think my gifts are? What do you think my passions are? What are some things that you think I value? and get their feedback and, and add those things in if they line up or maybe star the things they said that were the same as the things you wrote down. Take that list and then look at those three categories and just spend time looking at it. I'm telling you, God has put 
everything inside of you to tell you what you need to do with your life, to tell you what path he wants, he wants you to take, or to tell you what you know, your future might be. It's all there. It's all inside if God is leading your life. And I want you to take a moment to look at those things and see if there are common themes in any of those three categories. Are there things that kind of interconnect? Honestly, sometimes you might not like what you see. Um, I just recently was deciding whether or not to go into nursing. And to be honest, um, you know, for me, it would kind of feel like going into a second career. And I had a long list of reasons why I should do those things. You know, obviously, it's a powerful ministry. It's a wonderfully stable career, very flexible. And I, I wouldn't have lost a lot by going in that direction. But as I made this list and I looked at it and I made those three columns and I asked my friends and I just spent time praying over this and looking at it, I realized that I couldn't see nursing anywhere there. It was a great career and there were so many reasons why I should do it. All these wonderful, great, you know, practical reasons. But it wasn't there, it didn't fit. And for some people, when they look at their list, they're gonna see something like nursing or they're gonna see something like whatever it might be, they'll see it there. But every single person is different. And for me, I didn't see it there. And to be honest, I didn't like that I didn't see it there. I tried to justify it in so many different ways. And I didn't like that God might be calling me to a path that maybe wouldn't hold that stability or that flexibility, that maybe there would be more unknowns. I didn't like that feeling. And to be honest, I just wanted to do something normal, right? But for me, I realized that God had a different plan and I could not deny who I was. No matter how many good reasons there were to do something, if it didn't align with my skills, my passions, and my values, I knew that I would actually be denying myself and in essence, denying who God has created me to be. Would it have been wrong or a sin to, for me to go into that direction? Absolutely not. I don't believe that's how it works, but God was teaching me through that experience to value his plan for my life and not my own. I'm a planner. I want to be safe. I want to be stable. There is nothing wrong with that. But when you know that you're denying God's plan for your life and you're denying yourself, that's when you have to take a moment and really ask yourself if you trust God's path for you. And while that plan is continuing to develop and, and expand in my life, I've actually never felt more secure in my relationship with God, my contribution to the kingdom and the possibilities that are ahead of me now. And I know it was because I decided to be who God called me to be. You know, I'm so over it and I think you should be too. Some of you decided or are deciding on your life path based on pressure from society, the need to have financial stability, the desire to please someone, or because you think that the way your life is right now is the only possibility. And I just wanna tell you that those things aren't bad in and of themselves, but God has a much greater plan for your life that includes taking care of your needs, expanding the unique gifts he's given to you, and making all of your passions and dreams come true. And in general, being a happy person, following God will make you more happy. And that's a whole other sermon in and of itself as far as trials and challenges in life. But in general, God wants your happiness and God wants you to be in a place where you're going to flourish the most. 
When you're aligned with where God wants you to be, where he knows you'll be happiest and most productive, we are contributing to the world something that is divine. When you're pushing to go in your own direction, when you're trying to be someone you're not, trying to please those around you and in effect denying who God has made you to be, it's so not worth it. There'll always be something wrong in the back of your mind and not knowing if you're living the life God wants you to live is not really the way to live, I promise you. When you take the time to know yourself, the self that God himself created, that's who you are. Don't doubt your value or how important your own perspective is. When you take the time to know yourself, embrace that you might have this type of personality or that type of interest or this dream. When you know yourself and see how God put you together to be exactly who you are for a reason, then you're on your way to fulfilling that. And it makes God happy and it'll make you happy. Your calling and your life might not look like everyone else's, but that's part of the plan. Take time to know God, take time to know yourself and look for the clues of the path that God has for you. And even if you see something scary, trust and believe that God wants to do with you, with your gifts, your passions, your life, something that you literally could never imagine for yourself. And always remember that the greatest contribution you can make to the kingdom is to know God, to know yourself, and to fearlessly follow his plan for you. I don't know what it might be that you've heard throughout the course of this day, during the workshops, or whatever God is putting on your heart through the things you've been listening to, the testimonies you've heard, or the people who have been sharing what God has been doing through them to reach people around them. But I just wanna encourage and challenge you to not be afraid of following exactly what God calls you to do. Don't be afraid of all the other things that you can't control. Just take this one step. Take time to know yourself. Take time to know your value. And take time to know that the real purpose of your life is simply to be the best reflection of God that you can be right where you are, living in all of the the glory of who God has called you to be. That's my desire for you, and that's my prayer for you today. Thank you so much, Renella, for that powerful message and for sharing your heart today. I think um, all of us can say that was very moving. Mm -hmm. And, you know, take the time to know yourself and to, to believe and believe that God has a special calling on your life. Um, that's what I really got from, from her message. I mean, right. there's a lot of things I could say, but... <laughs> You know, God has called each of us to do something, and she said it's important that we know God well, firstly, that secondly, we know what he has called us to do, and thirdly, to not be afraid mm. to follow that calling in our life. Mm. And, um, and so thank you, Renella, for sharing that. What, what did you guys uh, get as you listened to that message today? You know, something that really impacted me was um, the phrase she used, ministry is about positively impacting someone else's view of Christ. Mm. You know, how many times yeah. we go into ministry with really that mission, really impacting in a positive way someone else's view of Christ. So Amen. that was very powerful. That's powerful. Mm. That's powerful. Mm. I also love, well, along with that, going along those lines, how she said that career doesn't define you. Mm. That's one aspect of you, but it's not your total identity. And Christ's calling is so much more. Like, why do we box ourselves into, oh, I am this, I am that, and this is the only way that I can minister to people. 
Because if it's really, we're just out there to really show God's character. Amen. That comes in so many ways. Amen. Yeah. It's just limitless. God's ways of using us to share His character to the world. Amen. It's endless. Amen. It's powerful. Amen. That's powerful, powerful, Becca. I really liked what she said about just taking the time to actually sit down and go through uh, your values, mm. the things that really mm. matter, your goals. I think so many times in life, maybe we find ourselves just just doing, just just yeah. living, just going from day to day, and not actually taking the time to stop and think and ask God, like like what really matters. God, God, who do you want me to be? God, how do I prioritize my life? And really living intentionally. I guess that's mm -hmm. kind of a theme I got about this is just intentional living for Christ. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Right on. You know, just we have a few minutes here as we close the program today. And I, I'm sad that it's closing. I'm actually, oh, yeah. really, I'm actually really sad. This has been a really fun day. And uh, I wish we could keep going. But, of course, it's not going to end. ASI keeps going, um, actually, this entire weekend. So you don't want to... To, to, to go anywhere because right. it's going to keep going. In fact, D. Casper, our friend that was on earlier, right, he's right. going to be preaching again nice. at 7 o'clock, so you won't want to miss his message tonight. But, but I want to ask you ladies, and by the way, thank you for co-hosting with me. It's been really fun. It's been a blessing. <laughs> it's been thank fun. Um, but as, you've, as you look back on the day and you think about the various speakers and presenters, what else kind of rises to the top, stands out in your mind from the ASIYP conference this year? Something that stands out to me just really quickly is just how many people are doing amazing things. Mm. You know, something came out in the networking session I was in about sometimes feeling like we're alone, like mm. Elijah felt like he mm. was alone. Mm. And I think things like today remind me that we're not alone, that there are others that are on this journey going through the successes and failures of chasing the burdens that God has placed upon their hearts. And to me, it was just that, that building of, of community that was really inspiring. Amen. Mm. Amen. That's powerful. You're not alone. Not alone. And we're, we're on this journey together and we support each other. Nice. You know, something else that struck out to me too, just from hearing from all our different speakers today, is that God is so creative Amen. in Amen. making yeah. each of us so Amen. different. Yes. You know, and we keep comparing ourselves and trying to fit ourselves into a certain mold. Wow, that's so When God is like, hey, mm -hmm. I made you this way. And I want you to shine. I want you to shine my love in your life, in your sphere, in Amen. your circle. Amen. And it's just so cool hearing from all these different YP highlights throughout the day, seeing the innovative and creative things. They're reflecting the creativity of God. That's beautiful. So beautiful. Thanks, Becca. Yeah, just going along those lines, you know, God really has placed each and every one of us here with a purpose. And just looking at just not only the variety of people, the cultural differences, and just we're a very diverse group of young professionals. So God really wants to use you wherever you are. Um, let him do it. Keep using your gifts for his glory. Keep living intentionally, just really always working for him, and he will take care of it. Do not be afraid of failure because that's one of the areas that we sometimes <laughs> tend to be um, because it's going to be one step farther to get you to where you need to be. You need to learn that lesson. That's so, so. true. Thank you so much, Christina. And that's, that's, that leads me to what I was going to say that kind of stood out to me today. Seems like everyone that presented talked about some failure that they've mm -hmm. had in their life. Yes. And, you know, sometimes we look at failure and we think, oh, man, I failed. I know I do. You know, man, I look back and I, I think about all the, the disappointments or the times where I messed up. But, you know, it's like Chef Chu said, um, or maybe it was Seth, I can't remember, actually. <laughs> One of them said that failure can actually be 
your greatest blessing. Mm. Like they learned the most from their failures and those, those failures actually taught them so much that now they can actually share with others. And so if you're in the midst of a, a tough time right now, maybe you're, you're struggling, maybe you're not, your business isn't going like you had hoped or maybe just getting that idea off the ground hasn't quite panned out like you wanted to, even if you're in the midst of failure, God can use that mm. as a blessing. And so don't give up, you guys. I think that's something that really has been impressed on my heart today. Wherever you are, don't give up. Jesus is with you. He's able to give you the strength and the courage to keep going wherever he has called you to go. So there's a lot more that we can share. By the way, if you missed any of the presentations today, we want to make sure you have that opportunity to see them again. Michelle, where can they go to find all the content from today's program? ASIministries.org forward slash YP. So ASIministries.org forward slash YP. We're going to be putting content from today up there so that you can go back later and reference that. If you have friends that missed it, let them know. Um, but we want to make sure that that is available for you all. Awesome. Awesome. Speaking of connecting with you going forward, Becca, we have some, some really powerful tools online and we want to connect with those that have joined us in the YP community, the ASI Young Professionals community. How can we connect with them going forward from here? Yeah, so we want to keep this vibrant community going and we invite you, if you haven't yet, join our Facebook page. It's ASI Young Professionals. Just look us up right on Facebook. Join the group. Be able to post and share and interact on that forum. Also, I encourage you, the people that you met during networking today, follow up with them. See what's going on in their lives. Touch base with them and use that as a, as a, a, a bouncing, you know, just a, a takeoff block. You'll be able to interact with other people that you have met today and keep those connections going. Amen. That networking is so important. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're, we're you know, supporting each other in the journey. I think that's one thing that, that's really important going mm -hmm. forward. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. And we have other resources that are coming up, Michelle, as well? We do. Stay tuned. We're, we're working on different things like webinars and other ways to support in that ministry. So you can stay tuned on our Facebook group. So you can join that. If you haven't already, join the ASIYP Facebook group. Check your emails, and we'll be doing that type of thing. Also, I wanted to add this in. Uh, young professionals can be ASI members. That's so if awesome. If you are not an ASI mm -hmm. member already, right. you can yeah. become a member for just $25. $25? That's $25. That's like um, one... A meal. Meal? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. say, Maybe you like, like to eat. I was going to okay. say that's like one soy milk a day. But anyway, anyway so $25. $25, soy you know, regular. Fancy soy milk. <laughs> it is uh, multiple times of that. But this is specially discounted just because of young professionals. Amen. And trying to bring us together. And that way you can get uh, different services and the advantages of being an ASI member. Also check that on the website, asiministries.org. You can apply there to be a member of ASI. So can I just ask you a question? Is, yeah. that, is that hard to do? Like, is it hard to apply and to be a member? Is it, or is it pretty easy? It's pretty easy. Okay. The form is pretty short. Okay. And then they contact you. And basically, if you are a, a young professional and, and a lay member of the Amen. church, then it's open. Amen. And I think that's a great, great, great thing to say because ASI wants to connect with you. ASI is a, is a, is a great organization, a wonderful network of business people, of supporting ministries, all coming together to support, as we said in the beginning, the mission of ASI is to support the work of the church mm -hmm. because we're all one, right? As you said, Rebecca, 
in a beautiful way, each of us has a different calling, but we all ultimately have the same calling, amen, which is to take the three angels' messages to the entire world in this generation. Mm -hmm. So whatever your background is, you might be a professor, mm -hmm. you might be a graphic designer, you might be in healthcare, whatever it is, God is calling you to be a part of this movement to take the message to the world in our generation, you guys. This is a, the, the highest mm. calling, the most powerful mm. calling anybody could ever have. And we all share that in our unique way. We all share that beautiful mission of taking the gospel to the world in this generation. ASI wants to connect with you so that together we can get this work done by the power of God and go home someday very soon. Amen. So we want to connect with you going forward. And uh, I want to also say that in your local regions, there are the local chapters, uh, the ASI chapters in each union you can connect with. They want to connect with you and involve you in their work as well. Right. So like if you're in the Southern Union, for example, there's a Southern Union ASI, That's right. right? And every union has one. Is that right, every Michelle? Every union has an ASI. I know in the Southern Union where I'm from, we are trying to do more things for young professionals and have been building that. So definitely connect on your local level All right. as well. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much. I want to say a thank you to the three of you for being here and for hosting together. Um, Rebecca, Christina, and Michelle, this is part of our team. This is not all of our team. Unfortunately, we all couldn't be together because of the pandemic situation, but the four of us were able to come and be here in person. And thank, thank each of you ladies for being on this team and for what you've done. There is so much work, you guys, that goes into making this conference a reality, I'll tell you. From the weekly conference calls, to all the Google Sheets, to all the <laughs> everything. It's a lot of work, and so thank you for the time you've put in. And um, I know, Christina, we have some others we want to thank, too. Yeah, so we want, we want to start off by thanking you as well. You know, oh. I think you being part of our group and part of what it has happened to be able to be here today. Um, we want to say a special thank you to Philip, to Ryan, Renella, Alina, John, Ricky, Mike, Christy, and the whole crew here today who being really working Amen. so hard Thank for you, the ABN. whole thing to work very smoothly. So we really, really appreciate all of you here today. So, yeah. And if I forgot anybody, please forgive us. But we tried to put every single yes. person there. Yes, yes. And, and 3ABN has been a huge blessing to the whole crew here. Thank yes. you, 3ABN. Thank you for your selfless support of this. And, and to the ASI uh, leadership as well, to Steve, our president and to the entire executive committee of ASI, thank you for supporting the young people and for your vision to involve young adults, not only now, but in the future as we move closer to the second coming of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Finally, I'd like to say a big thanks, and I know we could all say something here, to Renella, who has led mm -hmm. this effort courageously for the past three years. Renella, I know firsthand you've put in your heart and your everything you've put into this, and I wanna thank you on behalf of this entire team for your leadership of ASIYP the last three years. Yes. Yes. Uh, really, it wouldn't be where it is without, oh, no. um, oh, yeah. <laughs> without Renella. Uh, she put in a lot, a lot of time, a lot of her heart, and a lot of her passion into this. And so thank you, Renella, for letting God use you. And for that, that closing challenge, which really was, as we said, is from your heart. And our prayer, you guys, is that all of us would take that to heart mm -hmm. and that we would discover that calling that God has in our lives. Each one of us has a calling. Mm -hmm. I agree. Each one of us has a mission yes. to fulfill. Mm -hmm. And it's as we do that together, trusting in the power of the Holy Spirit that this gospel is gonna to go to the world in this generation. I believe we're gonna see it in our generation. Mm. Amen? Amen. Amen? Three angels' messages to the world in this generation. And together as young professionals, 
all of us, ASI, all of us working together, we're going to see a mighty movement of God, and this work is going to be finished. And by God's grace, someday soon, Jesus is going to come, and we're going to go home with him forever. That's Amen. right. That is our great hope. Amen. Amen. So I think at this time we're going to close uh, with a word of prayer. Let's bow our heads. Father in heaven, wow, what a day, God. You have spoken so clearly to our hearts, Lord. You have convicted. You have inspired, Lord. You have equipped us with practical tools on how to live our lives for you, Father. We just pray in the quiet moments of this evening, Lord, we would reflect, Lord, on what your calling is for each of our lives, Lord. Amen. To hear your voice speaking to our hearts and how you desire to use us in ministry, Lord God to reveal your character to this world, Lord. We recognize we don't have much time, but here we are, Lord, and we say, Lord, use us, Father. Make us whole in Christ and use us for your glory and honor in the way that you have created and designed us, Lord. We thank you so much for your blessings, and we pray your blessing upon every young professional out Amen. there, Lord, Amen. around the world, Lord. You know, wherever they might be, you know, the struggles they face, God, be right there to equip and to strengthen, Lord, to fight the fight of faith, Lord and to be faithful to you in all Amen. things, God. We thank you so much to see, and we're excited to see what you will do in our lives until you come again. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Rebecca. May God bless all of you, and continue joining us for ASI as we continue tonight and into the Sabbath for a wonderful ASI convention 2020 here live from 3ABN. Continue following us on asiministries.org or the 3ABN website. And until next year, hopefully we'll be together in Grand Rapids for our next ASI Young Professionals Day. May God bless all of you, and let's keep being faithful to the Lord, looking for His soon return. God bless. This media was produced by Audioverse for ASI, Adventist Layman's Services and Industries. If you would like to learn more about ASI, please visit www.asiministries.org. Or if you would like to listen to more free online sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.